Ben's brain was reeling with all these instructions. Fires, he thought? What are the teens around here like? At the hotel, he was briskly hustled up the steps and into the air-conditioned reception. Finally, he was left in his room with instructions to unpack and wait for a call. The room looked out over pale beaches and the sparkling blue marina. The sands were empty, no sunbathers. There were people working on boats in the marina, but they wore long sleeves, long trousers and hats with wide brims. People here didn't welcome the sun. They hid from it. This was South Australia. Not far away was the infamous hole in the ozone layer. In this part of the world, the sun wasn't a benevolent relief from the cold. It was a cosmic blowtorch. Ben's mother would have scolded him for forgetting that. Dr. Bell Kelland didn't balk at haranguing popes and presidents, and the way she spoke to world leaders on television gave the impression she thought of them as spoiled children with too many toys. Sometimes Ben was proud of her, but just as often the things she did embarrassed him. Despite the warnings about sunstroke and dangerous wildlife, Ben was anxious to get out and see the sights. He hadn't spent twenty hours on a plane just to be stuck in a refrigerated hotel room behind tinted glass windows. He started to pace around the room impatiently, wondering how long it would be before he got a message from Bell. At the same time, Kelly Curtis was walking up the stairs in the Adelaide Conference Centre, looking for her father and attracting rather a lot of attention. All the people around her were dressed smartly and wore name tags. Kelly, on the other hand, was wearing an orange baseball cap and pale blue flying overalls. The conference delegates were looking at her, wondering if she was there to cause trouble. She pitied them, having to spend all day cooped up in a gloomy conference centre. Then she spotted her dad, sitting at a table with a woman in a pale green, slightly crumpled safari suit. A specialist in weather science with the US Army, he was wearing dress uniform, charcoal blue with gold buttons. His dark hair was cut brutally short, military style. Kelly made her way over to them. Major Brad Curtis looked up. Kelly, what are you doing here? Hi, Dad. Did you take the keys to the Jeep this morning? The Major patted his breast pockets absent-mindedly. Oh, yes. He fished the keys out and handed them over. Sorry. Kelly took the keys, but now something else had caught her attention. There was something familiar about the woman sitting next to her father. The woman looked up at that moment. She was very petite, with straight red hair and an angular chin. Small though she was, there was something a bit fierce about her. The Major snapped his fingers. Where are my manners? Belle, this is my daughter Kelly. Kelly, this is Belle Kelland. The red-haired woman put out her hand and shook Kelly's. Pleased to meet you. The name suddenly made a connection in Kelly's brain. Dr. Bell Kelland? You presented the Discovery Channel program on the flooding of London. It was powerful stuff. It's a pleasure to meet you. Kelly's traveling before she goes to Stanford in the fall to study law, the Major explained. She got her pilot's license last year. Bell's face became animated. Flying? I got my license years ago. I love it. I just don't get enough time to do it now. Kelly was delighted to find she had something in common with Belle. You should come up with me, she said. Dad's hired a microlight while I'm here. Give me a call and I'll take you for a spin. 
That's very kind of you. I would really, really love to, but I'm snowed under here. They want me to chair all the debates, and I've got to do a live TV broadcast in a few minutes. My son arrived from England this morning, and I don't know how I'm ever going to find time to see him. The fierce and feisty Dr. Kelland had a son. Kelly imagined a willowy English poet with intense blue eyes needing a companion. It sounded very appealing. I'll take him up in the microlight, she offered. Belle was taken aback. Would you? Yeah, said Kelly. That's really kind of you, Kelly. He'd love it. Is he in TV too? asked Kelly. Oh, no, said Belle. He's still at school. Where? Oxford? Not university, said Belle. What you call high school? The penny dropped. Kelly now remembered that in England, school meant...